Welcome to FASD Hope, a podcast about fetal alcohol spectrum disorder through the lens of parent advocates with over 19 years of lived experience. FASD Hope provides awareness, information, and inspiration to those people whose lives have been touched by FASD. And I'm the host of FASD Hope, Natalie Vecchione. Welcome to today's episode. Hi, this is Natalie from FASD Hope, and I'd like to tell you about Nature's Glow Candle Company. Why Nature's Glow? Nature's Glow candles are created with a purpose and delivered with love. At Nature's Glow, all candles and wax melts are made with 100% soy wax, hand-poured with love, and free of the phthalates and parabens to ensure a clean burning candle the way it should be. Nature's Glow brings fragrant aroma into your home. The mission of Nature's Glow is to bring you beauty, self, and health. The owner and founder of Nature's Glow Candle Company is M. Toomey, who is our Season 1, Episode 29 guest on FASD Hope. M.'s mission in Nature's Glow Candle Company is to bring one-of-a-kind scents inspired by memories to fill your life with good smells and providing 100% natural and safe products. Nature's Glow can be found on naturesglowcandlecompany.com. You can follow Nature's Glow at Nature's Glow Candle Company. You can visit Nature's Glow in their new storefront located on 32 South Main Street, Suite 11, Northeast Maryland, 21901. Or again, visit Nature's Glow at naturesglowcandlecompany.com. Nature's Glow, providing 100% natural and safe products for you. Thanks for joining us today. Today, I'll be speaking with Allie Brown of FASD Hub Scotland and Adoption UK in Scotland. Allie Brown is the project manager for FASD Hub Scotland and FASD lead for Adoption UK. Allie has worked for Adoption UK in Scotland since 2015, and she is married along with her husband, Rich, partners three amazing young people, one of whom has an FASD diagnosis. She therefore understands the realities of supporting and parenting individuals with a history of prenatal alcohol exposure and FASD. Allie has a background in project management with the NHS and central government. She is a chartered manager, and she has previously worked in the third sector of home and overseas, having spent the first 18 months of married life living in Ghana, West Africa. She graduated from Newcastle University as a mature student in 1999 with a Bachelor's of Arts in Social Policy, and she has previously worked across a wide range of jobs, including selling concrete and working in a vet's office. Allie is a home educator, Christian by faith, and strong believer in advocating and speaking for those who are not able to do so for themselves. She looks forward to a day when we no longer talk about FASD as being a hidden disability, misunderstood, or misdiagnosis, where every child and teacher in school can clearly understand what no, what alcohol no risk means. And she's looking forward to the day where those with needs 
are identified early and supported appropriately without prejudice, judgment, or fear. In her spare time, Allie likes being outdoors, spending time on adventures in her family's motorhome, and enjoying creative crafts. Welcome to today's episode of FASD Hope. I am so happy to be speaking with today's guest. We've actually been playing tag on social media, trying to coordinate our schedules. I think we've been doing that since probably fall of 2021. So finally, I am (laughs) able to talk with today's guest. She is an amazing parent advocate based out of Scotland. Today, I'll be speaking with Allie Brown of FASD Hub Scotland and Adoption UK in Scotland. So, Allie, let's talk about your family and your family's journey in learning about FASD. Yep. So, um, my family's journey into FASD began, well, our family's journey into adoption began nearly 10 years ago, and I can hardly believe it is that length of time and we became parents from zero to two overnight um two beautiful well as they are becoming now young women um but were then young young a young baby and a a toddler and uh, they came and joined our family of me and my husband and we didn't really know anything at that point about FESD other than we'd had some training um during our Uh, adoption preparation which we were lucky Um, I later become aware of the fact that our local authority did include it and really for the first few years we didn't really give it any other consideration because it wasn't really part of their profile and so life went on and we you know got got to grips with being parents Um, and all that that entailed and then we were approached by social work and asked if we would be interested in taking on and adopting um, their half sibling who was yet to be born at that point Um, and it was complicated because um, it was a half sibling and um, they wouldn't be sharing uh, all biological well they weren't sharing the same birth mother so uh we said yes and there was quite a protracted time from that initial conversation to our son coming home um and by the time he arrived home he was 11 months and um when he came home we knew that FESD was a possibility we knew that Alan he had been prenatally alcohol exposed we knew that he'd been exposed to other substances as well Um, But we didn't really know other than that, you know, what the future might hold. He had some delay, um, but, you know, there was lots of other really positive things for him as well. And my husband always says that, you know, he's been our disciple and or we've been his disciple, I should say, in FESD. And I think that's really true. We went on a huge, very steep learning curve very quickly um, as he joined our family and we became a family of five. and yeah, he's now been with us um, just over eight years. And um, as time has gone on and everything we've learned about FESD, we've realized that all of our children are prenatal alcohol exposed and probably the older two have possible FESD as well, yet to be formally diagnosed with that. 
Um, but certainly, you know, parenting has changed. Um, obviously, you know, always wanted to th- and have gone through a therapeutic parenting, but, you know, looking through an FESD lens and therapeutic parenting is, I would say, different again as well. Um, and understanding things from a neurobehavioral point of view is different and thinking things through that um, thera- that FESD neurobehavioral is, is completely different. So that was our journey and how we came to realising that FESD was a huge part of, of our lives. And that's then, you know, I, I took me into working for Adoption UK and that led then into you know wanting to advocate and led into uh, working for the hub and and strangely enough actually things I'd done in previous careers I now find you know that's led me so well into the job that I'm now doing today so you know everything has a reason doesn't it um, in life I certainly believe that anyway um, you know I find myself sort of thinking crikey you know yes that thing I did when I was in my early 20s I'm now using so yeah so let's talk about FASD Hub Scotland uh, because I really want to give you a platform Allie to to highlight the important work that you're doing Uh, let's talk just about what services supports FASD Hub Scotland offers and some events. We're airing this episode in in March of 2022 in the spring. Let's talk about some things that are coming up this year for FASD Hub Scotland and Adoption UK in Scotland. Thank you so much. So FASD Hub Scotland is um, a support service for all parents and carers. So we are by um, Adoption UK, but not just for adoptive families. We support families, kinship, um, foster and step parents. So all parents um, who are looking after um, a loved one, young person, um, who could living at home or maybe living, you know, in support. Um, that's all in our tier one. Um, anybody can access any of those digital um, mediums, obviously, and our website has got lots of information and resources that you can get for free. Um, in our tier two, we have a closed Facebook group, which a member of FESD Hub Scotland, there's no cost to that, um, and join our Facebook group, which is a community of parents and carers who've um, got young people, children, uh, young people, young adults. You do not have to have an FASD diagnosis part of our community or young person doesn't. And um, yeah, it's there as peer support. So um, our team who are all um, parents of young people with a clerical history, some of whom have got an FASD diagnosis and um, volunteers as well who helps run that Facebook group. And it's really a peer community. So it's a place where you can come and share your highs your lows your woes wins, um, and ask questions you know get support um, is a friendly place to be it's well moderated and within that group as well we team will share information and you know signpost etc and um, also in in that group as well you can access our virtual peer support meetups and um once a fortnight and they're run by our helpline advisor Gemma and partners Rich 
um, and they happen on the second and the fourth Tuesday of them. Um, and we also run a Facebook group for adults with FESD, which is run um, by one of uh, by the team alongside one of our volunteers um, with adults with FESD called Carol. Um, and you can again, that's just really um, started last year. So it's a small group at the moment. But again, it's based on a peer support model. Also within our tier two, we run a one to one peer support service. So this is um, can access this service through either getting in touch with the helpline um, or by emailing into us at FESD Hub Scotland and asking for a tier two referral. And it's a self referral or it could come from your social worker or a, um, a, you know, a support worker. And this is where we would allocate you to a parent partner, somebody who's actually employed and trained um, and they are a parent themselves. And it's peer support that they'll give you. So they will walk with you, whether that's through your diagnosis journey, whether it's in education, whether it's through parenting, whatever you're needing. So it's very specialised and specific to you. Um, and they would um, kind of walk with you in that journey for a period of six months usually and um, meet with you usually virtually, could be on the telephone call usually every two weeks. Um, and that's managed by our team and we have a clinical psychologist that works with us and we case manage that workload, that load. Um, so that's called our tier two, our um, family support. We also provide training and Natalie asked about um, what have we got on going on and this is coming out in March. So we've um, developed several different training modules now, um, but we have got um, starting well, actually starting in February, but there will be one going out in March. We have our week monthly webinars. So we do a Wednesday webinar, which is in the first Wednesday of each month. Um, we're also starting our cafes, um, our FASD cafes, which is kind of a, a dropping cafe um, at lunchtime, just to find out a bit about um, the basics of FASD and the work of FASD hubs. That's an opportunity during March. We also have our introduction to FESD, which is about a 90 minute session on FESD and then the kind of Q&A. And we run our three hours, which is much more in-depth um, training session. It's called What is FESD? We run that for parents and carers and also for professionals. And that's been developed um, over a period of time with input from those with lived experience and also professionals and paediatricians, the fetal alcohol advisory support team, who are the um, clinical experts here in Scotland, also funded by the Scottish Government, as is the FASD Hub Scotland as well. Um, so that runs <clears throat> on a kind of secular basis and you can follow that through our Eventbrite if you're unsure when we might have the next one on. Um, and we also are really lucky on the team that we have two educators um, who are qualified teachers, uh, FESD education advisors, and we've developed um, alongside them and two clinical uh, education psychologists and Education Scotland, our insights and strategy training, which is for um, mostly education, professionals those working in schools and it's modular that's um, delivered during twilight sessions and it focuses on what is FESD thinking about um, 
thinking differently and thinking about the neurobehavioural approach and then strategies in the classroom. And um, again, there is training that's happening. I think all of the courses for March are actually fully booked, but we have a new set that will start again at, towards the end of April. Um, there's always something happening within the hub. We've got volunteers, etc. Um, and our tier two, um, so that kind of brings in all of that that I've just talked about, brings in our tier two. So as well as supporting parents and carers, we reach out and support professionals who are working with those families as well, particularly through our training and through our webinars. During the year, we do lots of things around FESD month, as you would expect, during September. Um, and then supporting Adoption UK during November each year in Scotland is Adoption Week. And we do lots of events during that month as well. Um, during March, it will be Kinship Care Week as well in Scotland. So you'll see that we're involved in that and there'll be a session on FASD as part of that month. Um, sorry, part of that week. So, yeah, the hub is always busy. There's always activity. There's always something happening. Um, and the best way to find out what that is, is to follow us through one of our social media channels, through Facebook, Twitter or Instagram, um, or register for our newsletter, which comes out on a quarterly basis. Wow. First of all, wow. I was wondering why we couldn't connect. Now I know because you, you basically... <laughs> are multitasking about 50 different projects and activities and whatnot. So um, you are a very, very busy parent advocate, Allie. And I am so thankful to hear of everything that FASD Hub Scotland is offering, not only to individuals with FASD and their families, but to people, you know, outside of the FASD community. What a wonderful resource you're providing. And all of that uh, social media information, website, email, I will be sharing that in today's program notes so that listeners can connect with you directly. Uh, the way I follow Allie on all of those social media channels, um, you, yes, the, the hub is hopping. <laughs> it is very, very busy, um, but that's a really great thing because you and I both know that this journey in FASD can be very isolating and connecting through, uh, connecting with other families, individuals with FASD um, is so important in, in this journey. These journeys that we've had are not in vain, but that they are teaching us our children are teaching us about life and overcoming challenges and that we're able to use these challenges and obstacles to be a guidebook for others. There's a wonderful quote about using, sharing a page from your journey and that how it can help be a guidebook for someone else who's, who's behind you in your journey, you know? Uh, so I am just very, very appreciative of, of those words of encouragement. And before we end on our hope takeaway, Allie, um, where is the best way that people can get in touch with you? Yeah, I just think I, I just add to that and just say, I think that to remember that your tears from today could be somebody else's rain 
that will rain on their flower of tomorrow that brings their flower to bloom. So your tears that you're shedding today over whatever is frustrating you or that you feel that you're losing hope on will actually could be the thing that brings the hope to somebody else tomorrow when you're able to share that with them when they feel that they're losing hope but actually could bring their flower to bloom. So I just add that to what Natalie's just said. How can people get in touch with FESD Hub Scotland? Um, easy to visit our website. It's so easy to remember. www.fesdhub.scot. Email us at fesdhub.scotland at adoptionuk.org.scotland.org.uk. And again, I will list that information in today's program notes, as well as our social media posts for this week's episode. So Ali, you know that I like to end on words of hope before I do. Thank you so much for being on FASD Hope because you and your journey gives me hope as a mom and also as a podcaster that you are, again, just filling such an important need in not only the FASD community, but beyond. We know that the work that we're doing has ripple effects and reaches far beyond where we can see. So, um, and I love conversing with you. I hope you'll come back on FASD Hope again, because um, I love that we're both homeschool moms. I love that, you know, we both are grounded in our faith and, and that we know that our journeys are those that um, can not only teach us about life, but, but help others. I'd like to ask you, what words of hope can you end today's conversation on uh, for those out there, particularly those who are having struggles um, in their journeys? I was reminded um, the other morning when I was just sat quietly thinking of my day ahead of me, of a piece of scripture that talks about each and every one of us being knitted together in our mother's womb. And I was reflecting on that and thinking of how maybe that could feel like quite a hard thing for those of us who've got children who, in that knitting together, they were damaged by the alcohol that they were subjected to. And I just felt that God really reminded me that the rest of that scripture talks about how they were knitted together and God saw, sees us and how wonderful and fearfully made we are as well. And that God knew, knew that and knew every single hair on our head before any day of our life even began. And that that is true of every single child who is born prenatal alcohol exposed, of every single child who receives of adult, of young person who receives a FASD diagnosis. And at the front of my Bible, I have a note from a very old man um, who I suspect is no longer even alive because it was a note I made back um, in the 90s and it was um, something that he spoke and it says, I may not be where I need to be, but I thank God that I'm not where I used to be. I am all right and I am on my way. And I guess my word of hope is for everybody is that we are all on our way. We are all on a journey. And God knows each and every one of that journey. 
And when we look back on that journey, I believe that we will see that golden thread running through it. And that golden thread for me is God's hand. And we might not know until the end of the journey what that thread was for. And we maybe don't need to know, but I believe that we are all fearfully and wonderfully made. We are all unique and we are all brilliant and fantastic. And we should be joyful in that. And every single one of us has things that we can um, celebrate. And that is true of every single person. Amen. Amen. Allie Brown, it has been such a delight and a joy to speak with you. Thank you so much for everything that you're doing and all of the hope that you're giving to so many families out there through you, through your family, and through your advocacy work through FASD Hub Scotland. Thank you for being on FASD Hope today. You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks again for listening to FASD Hope with Natalie Becchione. If you like our show and want more information, check out FASDHope.com or please leave us a five-star rating and review and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you join us again next week and remember to be informed, take care, and always have hope.